can't believe you sat him. Hey crew, what's up? Welcome to week three of the 102 and crew podcast. This week we're going to recap some big matchups, dig into some rankings, and chat with our guests. This is your host, Bernard Price. And your co-host, Team Lick, Cameron, happy hump day <laughs> There we go. You cracking a beer over there? What do you think? I think so. I think I'm going to crack one to you. I'm going to cheers, Lick. This, this cheers goes out to Big Joe Smoke Show, our premier uh, sponsor on the podcast here. Uh, check out Big Smoke Show, Smoke Show at his Instagram handle, Big Joe Smoke Show. Uh, just he's, he's, guys, he's just a man who loves smoking meat, wants to share that meat with the rest of the world. Hang around with Joe for a little while, and you might just get the meat sweats. <laughs> guys, we've got some exciting uh, scores and some info to get into this week. Uh, we're also going to be introducing a new segment. But first, let's jump, jump into our first recap here. Uh, I think it was really the uh, the heavyweight matchup of the week. Uh, I beat Cox versus Bernard Price. Uh, I was able to pull that win out by less than a point. Travis Kelsey got a, about a 15-yard catch on that last drive of the last game on Monday night football. I was sweating that one out to the win. And honestly, whenever Michael Gallup caught that touchdown versus the Seahawks, I thought that game was over. I texted Rector. I told him, great matchup. Uh, he told me to shut the hell up and stop being a bitch. So uh, I'm glad that I pulled that out. Uh, honestly, what won it for me there was my quarterbacks. You know, some people might call them middle of the road, but that's that was really the difference there for me. I'm really looking at Robinson for the rest of the year to be a solid RB2. Uh, hopefully that work out, works out for me. I mean, if I'm going to want to kind of compete against Rector's uh, three-headed monster at the RB position there, um, we're, we're just going to have to get some more help at the running back position. Yeah. Uh... Matt Ryan actually let Rector down for the first time this season, uh, the worst game he's had. And what do you know, the Falcons, they blow another lead late. As a Panther fan, as a football fan, you can't really just – you can't like the Falcons. And to see this happen again and again, I mean, it just gets better and better. It's amazing. <laughs> Hate to see it happen. Hate to see it happen. <laughs> uh, yeah, as you said, uh, Cook, Chubb, and Eckler – I'm still not really sure how Rector swung Chubb. Uh, each had over 20 points this week. Uh, Going to be the best uh, running back uh, trio in the league as long as you know none of them get hurt. Uh, Mooney, yeah, he didn't even need to use Julio, who he was absolutely actually got right before the game in a trade for Dennis for basically nothing. Uh, but yeah, if he can stay healthy, Edelman's going to have some useful games in the future here. Yeah. <laughs> if, he can, if he can stay healthy going forward, I mean, that's huge for you. Uh, the best get better, as they say. <laughs> well, that was a good game. Jumping into game two here, Gabe Price versus uh, Team Nowinski. This one not as, not as close, 139.2 to 87.2 through there. Uh, this was really the weatherman scramble for the playoffs. Uh, kind of hope to see him make it there this year uh, versus the new number one team in the league. That's right. Uh, you know, it's it, it wasn't the, the luckiest week for Dan. He's really been hit by the injury bug. Uh, he's had all of his guys on his bench were injured. Um, and then in the in the games on Sunday, Goddard, Jarek McKinnon, and John Brown, who had zero points, all got hurt. Uh, 
not what you want to see. I mean, it's just when does the un, when does the unluckiness end for him? Um, we'll see. I don't know. And you know, Newton's back to earth a little after last week. He wasn't throwing the ball as well. And if he's not scoring rushing TDs as he had the first two weeks, uh, his value is going to go down, unfortunately. Uh, yeah, Alan Robinson now with uh, Nick Foles there is an interesting spot, too. That's right. That's right. Uh, but when you look at Nisha's team, uh, Russell Wilson, I mean, he is just absolutely, as they say in NBA Jam, on fire. <laughs> Another five passing TD game. Um, he is absolutely actually on pace right now to throw 74 touchdowns on the season. Probably wow. not likely Seven. to happen, but we'll see how long he can keep it going. Um, and just an interesting little fact about Nicholson's season so far, he's faced the lowest amount of points against in the league at 289.02. Good for him. That's a nice little uh, feature there. That's right. Wins early are important. That is very true, especially with uh, week five and the buys uh, approaching us here soon. Uh, ben Ruthlesbanger versus Clovid is our next game. 113.46 or 114.78. Another nail biter that came down to the wire on Monday Night Football. Uh, really, the QB is going to get done here for Clovid. Uh, it was a tough. It was really a tough week for either team to put up points. Uh, but again, not the lowest scoring matchup of the week. No, it wasn't. Um, and this was Dennis. Uh, he couldn't use Julio, so he figured he needed some points immediately. He traded for Julian Edelman and Russell Gage, who got him a combined 6.8, which just was – if it was 7.8, it, it still wouldn't have got it done. But it was close. I'll say that. Um, hopefully they can help him out a little going further. Um Kamara almost pulled it out for him. Um, he had 197 yards from scrimmage with two receiving TDs. And as of now, he's the number one fantasy running back, keeping Dennis afloat. Um, and going looking at Joey and Clint's team, uh, the win could have been a, a bit bigger had DK Metcalf not had the ball punched out at the one-yard line on a long <laughs> I know we all saw it. We all laughed because that's hilarious. I mean – why don't you cover up the ball? Just run it in. Be smart. But, you know, the, things happen. Um, and then, yeah, Mahomes and Jackson, they combined for just enough on the Monday night game uh, to win it for Clinton Joey to get their first win. In my defense on the uh, the Julio Edelman Gage uh, trade, I did have Russell Gage in all of my DK lineups last weekend. I, I did think uh, that – uh, Dennis was getting a good end of that trade there whenever it happened. Hey, I had I had Russell in one of my DK lineups as well, so it was sad to see him go. Um, I just Dennis, you got to be a little more planning for the future, in my opinion. Uh, he's one of the you know Julio. He's a top five receiver, even though he might not catch touchdowns. You know he's going to be up there every year. So, but I guess he was in a position where he felt he had to win. So I can understand that too. Fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, well, moving on from there to actually the lowest scoring uh, matchup of the week, 108.2 uh, for Team Lick for 75.48, Waffles no more. Uh, this was actually my lock of the week. Thankfully, Lick did squeak it out there. Uh, can Waffles, I mean, can he get another win this year? It's 
I mean, he's it's not looking likely at this point. I mean, he only had two guys in double digits. Uh, he traded for Robert Woods and then didn't start him. I'm not sure what happened there. Um, it's a lineup full of change. You, you move on from three running backs of that caliber. I mean, he could have condemned himself to Sacco. He, he, he wants to get back in that Waffle House, I think. <laughs> he does have Debo Samuel hopefully coming back next week, so we'll see if that's a little pickup uh, pick me pick me up for him. Hopefully so. Uh, he could use anything uh, positive right now. I think. Um, <laughs> looking at my team, it's it's still not good. I started Trubisky, got benched. I don't know what is going on with him. Um, he's not good. That's that shows you my quarterback situation right now. Luckily, Burrow is keeping him them afloat. Uh, he looks really good. If you've gotten a chance to watch him, it's very exciting. Um, and then a second week in a row where neither of my running, my high-paid running backs, uh, you know, they didn't score a touchdown. Uh, I like the usage, but you're going to want to see some uh, final results on drives here, and I'm not getting it at the moment. So hopefully that's a we look. We can get a little positive regression going with that. Um, we'll see. Yeah, I think I, What's I your, started 3-0, probably the worst 3-0 team in history. <laughs> What's your outlook for DeAndre Swift there? Uh, I, the Lions love Adrian Peterson, apparently, because Swift, I think he had one touch, two touch. I don't know. I don't know what they're doing. Uh, they're trying to turn back the time. Uh, we'll see. Uh, hopefully, uh, smarter heads prevail. I don't know about Patricia as the coach there. He's... Not quite doing it. I guess they won the game, so they must know something. But it seems like you'd want to go with your potential. But hopefully he gets uh, a little better. One of, they won a tight game there versus a good Arizona Cardinals They did. Game. They did. It was, that was a little surprising, actually. Uh, last matchup of the week that we're going to recap here real quick, uh, why bother versus Charm City Constellationers. 113.74 to the winners last year, 118.94. Another close game here, Josh Allen doing what he needs to do to win games in Buffalo and in Baltimore. That's right. Uh, first of all, looking at Chris, he took another loss, 0-3, but he did break 100 his first time. <laughs> Congratulations. That means the win has got to be coming, right, you would think. Um he, it could ha it it could be this week. I don't know. We'll see. Um, but he had another nice game from Jared Goff, who I'm really starting to uh, hate. Who I I dropped him. I, it's two weeks in a row. I could have used those points. Um, <laughs> hindsight is twenty twenty. Um, and then the Lazard looked really good for Chris. Uh, he'll probably be the Packers' top receiver for as long as Adams is out. Um, hopefully that's not too long, but we'll see. Um, and then, yeah, so Lax, uh, Deontay Johnson, Jordan Reed got hurt in their games. Uh, probably would have won by more. It was a close game, five-point matchup uh, or so. Probably would have won by more if those guys had, you know, played the whole game. <clears throat> Josh Allen looks amazing. Uh, he's the second-ranked quarterback right now in fantasy. Uh, that $10 – uh, draft value is looking like a bargain for sure. And a, and a crazy stat coming out of this game, actually. Hayden Hurst for Chris, Mike Evans for Lax. They combined, get this, they combined for three catches, three yards, and three touchdowns. 
Wow. I never imagined that in a million years. Three yards, three catches, three touchdowns. Yep. Wow. That, that's efficiency, that, I'd say. You can't do any better, right? I mean. <laughs> well said. Any, anything else there on the uh, the matchups of the week? Uh, that's about all I've got for them. Uh, it was an exciting nice. week. Looking forward to another one. Absolutely. Uh, waiver wires were a little less active this week than they have been in the past weeks. I think people are kind of starting to settle into their teams. Uh, T. Higgins went for $19 to I beat Cox. Uh, again, out here flashing the cash on the waiver wire. Uh, Charm City Constellationers paid up for Adrian Peterson. Uh, we'll see if that's a short-term or a long-term ad there. Team Lick paying $14 for Jameson Crowder. Uh, we'll see if he uh, if he comes back here for, for you. Uh, we've got Justin Jefferson, $11, going to I'm a Menace, Dennis, the, uh, the rookie there. Sonny Michelle for $5 to Waffles No More, along with Nick Mullins and Greg, Greg Ward for $1 as well to Waffles No More. So a little bit more um, wave, or, uh, lineup turnover there for Logan. Uh, what, what are your thoughts on the waiver wire moves this week? Uh, it was a pretty, uh, a pretty calm week on the wire, no crazy bidding. Um, I think guys are trying to figure out pieces that can help the teams going forward, hopefully. Um, the $200 really is an interesting uh, uh, switch compared to what we had last year. Um, I think it makes it more exciting out there. It, it also it puts it in the back of your mind of, you know, am I going to get this guy? Do I need to bid up a little more? And we might have seen that a little more earlier in the season. It might be coming down, but yeah. it's definitely an interesting uh, feature. Absolutely, absolutely. We'll see. have to see if that's a feature we stick with moving yeah, forward. I, I like it so far. Awesome. Well, gentlemen, 102, this is the moment you've been waiting for. Um, I think I heard a knock at the door. I think our guest might be here. Um, this week, our guest, he's known for his long naps, his bargain bin shopping. Joining us today is Nate Dog. Welcome to the podcast, Nate. What are you drinking tonight? Going on, guys. What's up? Drinking. What's up? What's up? Drinking a maker of wings. There you go. An IPA from someplace in Wilmington. That's- sounds sounds uh, beachy and, and yeah, delicious. Awesome. I haven't had it before, so we'll see how it goes. <laughs> Were you able to stay awake through all the uh, the matchups this Sunday? Uh, it was tough, but yes, I was. I, I almost <laughs> fell asleep at the end of my 1 o'clock because I didn't think I had a shot against Chuck, but somehow my – my 4:30 matchups woke me back up. <laughs> that was a tight one. You guys, I mean, until the Monday night game uh, before Travis or uh, before uh, Tyree Kill played, that was, I mean, it was tied up there. Uh, obviously, you know, once once all you had was Tyree Kill left, you probably felt pretty comfortable about it. But uh, it was kind of a roller coaster there for you on Sunday. It was definitely a roller coaster. And Hills, I swear, he's always in the top five receivers at the end of the year, but he has huge swings in you know receiving yard or you know points per week so absolutely he had like a 10 8 to 10 percent chance of winning if he'll got negative points i could see him like getting smacked coming across the middle and fumbling (laughs) 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 being the rest of the game so but yeah i I, I was lucky to pull that one out because lockett just balled out after uh dk metcalf 
decided to showboat just a little early. <laughs> it, it seemed like Russell Wilson punished uh, Metcalf a little while uh, in the middle of that game by going to lock it a couple extra times. Oh, he definitely did. <laughs> he did, and the Cowboys couldn't seem to find Lockett because I swear he was uh, wide open on his touchdown. Their secondary, awesome. their secondary is trash. I don't know what they're doing. <laughs> but thirty-two point five points—that was an impressive showing by Lockett. I will say Lockett had three touchdowns in the first half, finished with thirty-two points. Camara for Dennis had two touchdowns and finished with like thirty. The amount of yards <laughs> I had last week was just crazy. Yeah. He's he's a he's a workhorse over there. Breeze can't throw it downfield, so he's you know he's getting all the dump offs. That's right. I hope he can get that arm slinging it downfield for my uh, sake here soon. Yeah, well, they'll need to to get some wins too. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Only one and two right De- now. Devil Singletary, Devin Singletary, uh, with Moss out, was kind of a workhorse there for Buffalo as well. Yeah, he didn't convert on his. You know, he took a was a, a wildcat snap. Yeah, he didn't convert it, but you know he's 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 a good running back. He gets a lot of yards between the ten and ten yards. Um, but in the red zone, Josh Allen's like Cam Newton. Cam, he's not that good, as good, but you know when they're in the red zone, it's easier just to roll him out and he can run or throw a touchdown. Yeah, he's got that. He he really is that guy. He's got the legs and the arm this year, and he's putting up a lot of numbers. You you kind of double stack there with uh, Stephon Diggs on the Buffalo offense. He must be really high on Buffalo offense this year. Yeah, Diggs was my one skeptical pick. Well, outside of Evan Ingram, but Diggs <laughs> was I was the most nervous about. But he's been he's blown me away this year. He's been great. He seems to be exactly what Buffalo was needing up there. Yeah, he he must be because, I mean, even John Brown's played good outside of this past week. But I don't know. that They've opened up the offense in Buffalo, and, you know. Yeah, it's exciting. exciting to watch them for sure. I think they might can win the AFC East. Hey, they could. I'm hoping they do. I, need I know. To see- on the other hand, down in Jacksonville, Gardner Minshew, really not a great showing for you. Those Thursday night games are brutal. He was he, he was as bad as about as bad as mustache on Thursday. So <laughs> I think the beard versus mustache uh argument, uh the beard came out on the in this battle here. Yeah, he definitely came out on top. Cause yeah, Minshew was terrible. <laughs> he's I mean he's in a pretty he's not he's not in the toughest division so he should be okay going forward you hope so you'd hope so at least for your sake as you make a run here for I think you've got a really good chance to make it to the playoffs we'll see uh if you've got a chance here to push for first place um uh, it you know we'd be remiss not to talk about Charles's team here for a little bit Todd Gurley uh a great performance I think he's his best performance on the season so far that's kind of what you're looking for, RB2 there to pick up for you every once in a while. Uh, Roethlisberger and Deshaun Watson giving, you know, okay showings by quarterbacks. Uh, but Kenyon Drake, DJ Moore, uh, Noah Font. Noah Font actually not doing too bad. Uh, kind of just 
honestly, just Nate kind of showed up to this uh, matchup. What do, what do you think, Blit? Yeah, he uh, he brought his uh, A game, his receivers. Nate's receivers went off this week. I mean, 31 catches, 358 total yards, and six TDs. Uh, scoring 59% of Nate's points was pretty awesome. And then Dak, I mean, Dak, 450 yards passing again. That's nuts. I mean, Dallas defense isn't stopping anybody, so that might continue. That's incredible. It is. Cam Akers, Cam Akers on the bench for Nate. What do you think his future holds uh, over there in L.A.? Well, I was hoping he might come back and reclaim that kind of like starting job because he started the first two weeks. But Henderson's played really well the last couple di- you know, the last couple weeks. So I might he might be on the on the chopping block here soon because I don't know if he'll get that job back. Yeah. Fair enough. Well. Looking forward to next week. You've got a Rector coming up, so that's a pretty big matchup of the uh, the two and one, two and one teams here. Uh, how are you feeling about that matchup? I'm feeling pretty good. He's got the he's got the big three RB trio, but I think my wide receivers are on a good streak right now. So I think they'll be able to match him for points. So it'll be it'll be close. It'll come down to probably what my running backs can do, and if I just make the right selection on them. <laughs> Sounds like you're guaranteeing a win to me. Well, all right. I'll guarantee a win. Let's go. <laughs> Heard it here first, Rector. I, I don't know what you're going to say about that. Rector did say he's not going to listen to the podcast this week because <laughs> I beat him. But uh, we'll see if he has anything to say about I'll that. A little side tech so we can uh, make a little bet for this week. I, haven't I was going to say, do y'all have a bet far. going yet or no? Not yet, but I think he's trying to t- change Luna's name to Starsky. So. <laughs> <laughs> That's a that's a pretty big bet. I don't know if I'm that confident in my team, but <laughs> well, Nate, it's been really great having you. Um, do you want to stick around and uh, give any give any insights as we move on here to the stout to the standings? Yeah, I'll stick around and throw in some input when y'all need it. Let's go. Let's do it. Awesome. Sounds good. Sounds good. Well, 102, moving on to the standings here. Uh, from the bottom to the top, a quick recap. We've got Waffles No More, Team Nowinski, uh, Why Bother, Ben Ruthless Banger, uh, rounding out the 0-3 teams, Cloven 19, I'm a Menace Dennis coming up at 8-7 and seven at 1-2 and two apiece, Daddy's Demise, I Beat Cox, both coming in at 2-1, and one. and then your top four, all three, uh, all four, 3-0. Oh. You've got Team Lick, Charm City Constellationers, uh, myself, Bernard Price in second, and uh, my cousin there, Gabe Price, in first place uh, with the 3-0 record. Uh, this week, though, I want to introduce a new segment to you guys. We've got the power rankings. We're going to be bringing this to you each week. We've got myself. We've got our co-host here, Lick. And we've got a mystery ranker. We're going to be all combining our three power rankings together each week to reveal the podcast power rankings. Uh, quickly, this week, let's recap our podcast power rankings uh starting at the bottom here we've got waffles no more we've got why bother and then rounding out the bottom three we've got team nowinski uh coming up after that uh we've got ben ruthless banger cloven 19 and i'm a menace dennis the top six here 
We're going to go at number six. We've got Daddy's Demise. Uh, and then at number five, this was actually a tie here. Uh, Lick with the tiebreaker here at Team 5, Team Lick. Team 4, Gay Price. Team 3, Charm City Constellationers. Team 2, Bernard Price, That which leaves us with Team 1, Beat I Beat Cox. I am honestly, Lick, I'm livid that I'm not in first place. I can't believe that you power-ranking gurus can't see that the results in the field are more important than whatever craziness is going on in your mind. I beat the, the team that is currently ranked number one. Therefore, I should be number one. That's all I'm going to say. I mean, it's sound judgment. Don't get me wrong. I just from from looking at the lineups, I think I like Rutgers just a little bit more, top to bottom, rest of season. That's just that's that's the way I ranked them. Nate, I actually ranked you above me. Um, I I put you fourth, Nate. I think I really like your team uh, and what it can be. So. Well, the mystery ranker here has uh, also put, put I beat Cox above Bernard here, uh, which, again, is absolutely infuriating. He says that Rectors uh, has the best team from top to bottom. 40% fab remaining makes is this big number to watch. That number is now down that since uh, Rectors sent more fab on the waivers this week. Uh, he said about me, one of the best teams, one of the best cores out there. Uh, but average QBs are keeping out of the number one spot. All I've got to say is to the Mr. Rank, ranker, look at the scoreboard. Look at the scoreboard. That's all I'm going to say. Um, some other guys that we have down around here that are, are kind of interesting. Uh, I, I had COVID-19 at seven. You guys put them at eight. I, I, could, I think they have a little bit of uh, – uh, they might have an ace up their sleeve, I think. You think so? I think so. Those those two quarterbacks are pretty good. Uh, I don't think you should should be sleeping on Joey with his uh, fancy football prowess out there these days. I mean, yeah, but still seventh ain't getting you into the playoffs, so I don't know if it's that big of a deal. <laughs> um, we'll see. I do like his. I mean, putting putting in your team on those two QBs. I mean that. I mean they could really do it for you. You're right. I mean they could if they're playing well, they can get you up there. So. They've definitely got the potential. That, the, it was definitely close in those uh, seven, eight, nine, uh, in that seven, eight, nine area for sure. It was. It was really close. Seven, eight, nine, honestly, ten too. I, uh, I think seven, eight, nine, ten were all really close with each other. Uh, I'm throwing Team Nowinski in there. I don't. I, team Nowinski's kind of got a injury bug this year, but I really wouldn't sleep on him. I think he had a, a pretty decent, decent draft. Uh, the mystery ranker says about Team Nowinski. Uh, injuries are going to keep this man at the bottom three for the rest of the season. He needs some luck on his side in the coming weeks. Uh, the Mr. Ranker also said about uh, COVID-19, chasing the QB stack is eating, eating into his trait, into his tandem's death. But the studs outweigh the bus. $64 left, $64 left in fab. Uh, can he acquire a couple more pieces? So we'll, we'll see what happens there. It's definitely a lot of uh, storylines to look out for coming up. Uh, we still got a long way to go. That's the thing. It's, it's a war of attrition at this point. So we're only three weeks in. Um, yeah, loving it. Loving the NFL. Hopefully, hopefully with this uh, little batch of COVID going on between the Vikings and Titans, um, they can get it sorted out and it's just a little blip. Hopefully so. Hopefully so. 
We'll, we'll have to check in to see if they play that on Monday or Tuesday. It's looking like they're going to play two Monday night games, yeah. it sounds like. Hopefully they can get it um, in and count so we'll towards this week. So I'm, I'm going to need Juju. And I know I know the Carson yeah. owner wants, wants him out there as well. And Connor and Ruthlesberger, there's, I mean, there's some That's good right. players out there. Uh, speaking of next week, let's run through our matchups real quick. We've got Waffles and No More versus Charm City Constellationers, COVID-19 versus Why Bother, Team Nowinski versus Team Lick, uh, I'm a Menace, Dennis versus Ruthless Banger, Daddy's Demise versus I Beat Cox, uh, and then Bernard Price versus Gay Price. But wait, hold on. <clears throat> what? Uh, what what's that? I'm I'm getting some breaking news here. Sounds like there's some harsh weather this weekend. Dan, Dan, can you fill us in on this? Thank you, Bernard. It's almost the weekend, folks. You can put away your rain jackets and grab the sweaters. We got about a fall temps and some gorgeous sunshine coming our way. Looking to be a three golf ball day, according to Ray. You App State grads know what I'm talking about. Speaking of grads. I want to give a quick shout-out to our eye in the sky, the drone man himself, Mr. Laxer, on his recent completion of grad school. Way to go, man. Everyone, bow down to the master. A fantasy disaster, because we all saw what happened to that 3-0 start last year. <laughs> but seriously, congrats. Party it up and get the DJ spinning the ones and twos this weekend, because we got the one and two going head-to-head -head Sunday. Gabe Renard, which price will be right? Does Mixon finally live up to his 15-point projection he's had for the past three years? Can Big Dick Nick work Allen Robinson up to another sprung 20-plus point performance? Looking to be a wet one in Miami while the starting quarterbacks go head-to-head. -head. Looks to only be dinner in that game. No show, as Fitzmagic takes the night off to smell what the Wisconsin Badger is cooking. Spotlight and apex for this matchup, as we're going to see a high of 67 degrees and dipping down to the low 50s at night. Mostly cloudy with a nice 68% humidity, as it's no sweat for the birthday boy this weekend. If you're looking to get out of town, hit up I-95 and head north until you get to Richmond. They're going to have a beautiful 67 degree weather. UV index looking to be 6 out of 10, so maybe pack the SPF 15 for when you're, um, actually, I'm not really sure what you're going to do when you get there. So, why bother? Which is exactly what you want to ask these two teams when they pay for fantasy every year. We got Chris versus Clint. Whew. Joey's out this weekend due to honeymoon. Asheville area looking sunny and bright for you and the missus. Enjoy. We know Clint will miss you, but not as much as Chris misses that bunny outfit. But don't worry, Chris. Tornado season is over, and the Dirt Devils, Mahomes, and Jackson are quiet this weekend. You'll be eating a win like Zeke eats touchdowns. On a serious note, though, like the weather, there's some uncertainty with games this weekend. So if you have Guskowski... Play it safe and stash him on the bench while you steal Randy Bullock from the waivers. That Cincy offense is good enough to get in the field goal range, but not good enough to score touchdowns. Lining up a perfect kick for this kicker. I'm Weatherman Dan, and that's the Weather Report.
Dan, thanks a lot for that breaking news. Uh, back to our podcast here in the studio. Uh, coming up next week, Nate, any predictions for you in the coming week? I'm going to predict Gardner Minshew gets back to his gunslinging ways and lights up Cincinnati. Oh, mustache power in Jacksonville. What about you, Lack? Uh, Lick, you got any, wow. You got a lock of the week over there? Lax? I almost called you Lax. I'm looking at my notes here, unfortunately. Wins, <laughs> I, I can't be Lax. But I do vote in North Carolina like Lax. Like Lax does. Okay, uh, fair of enough. The week, uh, or Master of the Week has got to be one versus two. Uh, Mooney and Nitch. Uh, it's going to be a big one. Um, another one, a, a massive game to look at. Rector and Nate, the top two scoring teams in the league. Uh, it's going to be a shootout in that one, especially if Minshew gets it going like Nate says. Um, I'm going to have to look at my lock of the week. Uh, I'm going to have to pick Chuck. Chuck Daddy's going to get the lock of the week. Uh, he's going to two and two. And Dennis, I know you wish you had started Golden Tate because you're going to be 0 and 4. Oh, no. 0 and 4. Well, my lock of the week this week, uh, Laxer, uh, starting out here 3 0. I predict him going to go 4 0 versus Waffles no more. Uh, the match of the week to keep an eye on is, uh, I think, going to be Daddy's Demise versus I.B. Cox. Uh, that's a huge matchup there with two two and one teams. Uh, let's see if Nate can knock down Rector off the top of the power rankings and get him down to two and two. It'll be an exciting uh, matchup. Yeah, I think, if, week, I think I if think if Rector loses uh, uh, and Lax wins, Lax will go to number one in the power rankings. I I will <laughs> I might riot in the street if that happens. I might riot if that happens. It, I, I mean, as long as I win as well. <laughs> well, any parting words uh, from our guest or from my co-host here for the night? I will say, if Lax has Henry going down, he could potentially be on upset alert from Waffles no more. Oh, a bold prediction. Oh, bold prediction. I like it. That is a good point. If the Titans don't play, That's what's true. he going to do? The three bench makes it tough. It does. It does. Well, 102, it's been great catching up to you. Uh, I think we out, though. Catch you next week. Have a good week, boys. Tuna fish.